You're listening to a podcast of Your Pet Matters with me, Dr. Michael Tequila, Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. on 1077thebronc.com. When your fluffy family comes calling, you know you've got to answer because it's time for Your Pet Matters with our doctor, Dr. T of Progressive Veterinary Care. Progressive Veterinary Care, making waves in pet health care. To access more information, go to ProgressiveVeterinaryCare.com. Your pets are in luck because you're going to get all the best tips and tricks to take care of your fluffy best friends from their very own lifelong wellness partner. So let's get started with Your Pet Matters. Hi, welcome to Your Pet Matters. I'm your host, Michael Dr. T. Tequila, and joining me is a special guest today, uh, Mr. Ron Levy. He is the founder and he's the chief content officer of Dog TV. And if you've, if you've never heard about Dog TV, it's we'll, we'll, we'll get into details about how many countries it's in now, but um, it's been around for a little over half a decade, correct? Yeah, we started the company, well, seven years ago okay. um, in, in Tel Aviv, Israel, but we actually launched uh, nationwide here in the U.S. for the first time in, two, in 2013. So, a bit over three years, we've been a nationwide uh, channel here in the U.S. Oh, that, that's great. And um, why don't we talk about how you got into doing this. I mean, I, I remember seeing a little YouTube video about you and, and you're, you're on a boat or something, you're talking and you kind of say, yeah, people think it's, it's crazy to have a television. Like you're the only um, television show that's designed for non-humans, correct? Correct, yeah, it's the only channel in the world that is not for people. Um, it's, for, it's for dogs to watch and I don't know, to us, made a lot of sense. They leave their TVs on for their dogs or cats for, for so many years, uh, ever since I think the 70s or 80s. And actually, there is a recommendation by the Humane Society of the United States and the ASPCA, leave your TV or radio on for your pet so you'll feel better and less lonely and less bored and just feel good when he's home alone for so many hours. So if people already leave it on and people already you know recommend doing so, why not create something that'll be specifically for for dogs or for cats to to watch because you know leaving on animal planet or other channels is not for them it could have a lot of you know scary content a lot of whatever crocodiles at animal planet that the dog will be afraid of so we just thought let's take this concept and create the right content um and we decided to focus on dogs uh, because with dogs, there's a real need. Dogs are not cool being home alone by, by themselves for so many hours. Cats sometimes are more independent. They're like, you go to work, I'll be fine, I'll take care of the house, you know. With dogs, it's like, don't go to work, don't go to work. So, and, and plus, it's a big market for dogs in the U.S. especially. So we thought, let's do a dog TV channel, and that's when it all started. We started to do three and a half years of, of studying dogs before we did anything. That's why we started the company seven years ago, but we only launched three years ago because it took us nearly three and a half years to do the research and learn what dogs need and how do they see and what colors and what do they hear, etc. And after we learned all that, we managed to start working on the content. And so where were you in your life at this time? Like, you know, I understand you're, you're clearly you're a brilliant entrepreneur for even thinking of something, you know, uh, you. when we look at um, successful uh, entrepreneurs, we look at they're always thinking outside the box and stuff. But what was going on in your and you, you had a business partner initially, right? There's two of you that started this business, correct? 
Yeah, before I before I, I talked to him about it, I ran with this idea by myself for maybe two and a half years. I, I thought of this idea exactly 10 years ago, 2006. And um, I was at the time a, a radio broadcaster and a TV host in Israel and a TV writer. I wrote The Amazing Race and other shows, etc. And oh, um, yeah, and I used to go to, to the TV channel every day, but like I left my, my cat, Charlie, uh, alone every day. And I felt really guilty. You know, he gave me, I got him from London to Israel and he wasn't very happy there. <laughs> he, he preferred the, the English weather for some reason. So, so I, I just, I remember the day I, I, I went to work and I looked at Charlie and he gave me the saddest eyes in the world, like saying, don't go, don't leave me alone. And I thought that he's right, that it's not cool and I need to do something for him. Um, I started to play with different things, different toys and music. He didn't react too well, but then I thought, well, the TV's here, maybe I can try to use it somehow. And so I downloaded some stuff from the internet, like videos of birds and squirrels and whatever, and and he reacted. He jumped to the TV and I, I took pictures, I couldn't believe it. And um, and he really seemed that he's enjoying himself and he was entertained and I felt less guilty going. So I thought, this is great. Maybe you can use your own TV to create something that'll make your pets feel better and yourself feel better. So that was the beginning of uh, pet TV, um, and then I met my my partner maybe two years ago. The whole group called the Jasmine Group. It's a big media group in Israel. And they produce video, vi TVs, and films or whatever. And from 2009, we we partnered and we started the company and we focused it on on dogs. No, that that's, that's a great story. So, is is Charlie still with you? It's been ten years. Unfortunately, he's yeah. not. He yeah, he said goodbye maybe three years ago. And to me, he he's the real founder of Dog TV. I'm always giving him the credit because it's because of him that I had this idea and. And I think that this idea is really relevant to so many dog owners and pet owners. You know, if I check on YouTube dogs watching TV, there's like so many videos. There's thousands of videos and, and already 7,000 videos of dogs watching dog TV, which is always fun to watch. Um, so I think it really helps a lot of people. No, and, and that's great. And so, so, so you had some connections with the TV world, clearly from your from your history. But uh, I'm assuming, even if you approached them with a vast amount of research and, and, and data and everything like that, you how, how what kind of initial response did you get from people? Were they, were they accepting? Were they, were they were they of like minded? Because you know, when, when you said you know, most people do leave their TVs on. I've done that a zillion times, you know. I, I've done some sort of um, means of, of creating a, a social environment for my, my pet. I, I started with one dog, went to two dogs. Now I'm down to one dog again. But you, you yeah. want to create that, that, that ambience that someone is there for you, you know. And I, I think that the technologically-wise, we have those new um, products that allow you to not only interact with your, your pet, but you can actually have the video screen, et cetera, going on. Right. And, and I can't wait till Dog TV becomes a hardwired chip in there. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be first, of all, first of all, here. Here's an announcement. We're 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 launching it this week. Actually, uh, we partnered with a great device that you mentioned, like one of the ones that you mentioned, called Pet Chats. Pet Chats is it's a 
you just leave it on for your dog at home. It's got a little little screen. It's got a treat disposal, so you can through your smartphone release a treat. You can also release scents for your dog, so ah. they're gonna smell and feel better at home. They've got an HD screen over there, so now they have dog TV with that screen, and you can leave dog TV on and monitor your dog and film your dog and kind of Skype like we're doing now with your dog. So it's a pretty neat device that we're doing, and we're working on different different things in in, in the tech world. Uh, but you're right. A lot of people thought that this is a very crazy idea when we when we started. Even the my partners, the Jasmine Group, they didn't say yes immediately. They were like, "What does this guy want?" Well, I mean, what's this idea all about? He's crazy. But it took them like a day or two to go through the figures and how big the pet industry is, and that there's so many dogs here, but they don't have. A, there's so many potential audience without a TV channel. How is that possible? You know, so. So they called me two days after and they said, let's do it. And, and, but it was the same response pretty much everywhere. I mean, we went to, to, to network t TVs here in the U.S. and they, 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 were, they thought we're kidding. <laughs> you know, these, these Israeli guys are coming here with this idea. What's, what's going on? And you see them in the meetings, like texting their wives or whatever. Listen, you won't believe it. There's an idea here. So many things. I'm just so happy that, you know, seven or whatever years after, now everybody just gets it. So now when we go to a meeting, most people already heard about Dog TV. And the ones that didn't hear about Dog TV, they're like, tell us more. This is interesting. Because I think now the whole TV land is kind of looking for unique ideas and, you know, startups are out there. So there's more openness, I think, to creativity. So now it's a bit easier for us. No, that's great. Okay, we'll, we'll take a little break and, and we'll come back talking to my special guest, Ron Levy, CEO of Dog TV, and he's the Chief Content Officer. You're listening to Your Pet Matters on 1077, 1077, thebronc.com. Time spent with our pets is never wasted, but that's why it's important to take the time to care for their health. And right here is the best place to do it with Your Pet Matters. So let's bring it to their lifelong wellness partner, Dr. T of Progressive Veterinary Care, and let's keep their tails wagging with Your Pet Matters. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, my special guest today is Ron Levy. He is the founder and chief content uh, officer for Dog TV. I, I made a little error before. He's not the CEO, um, but being the founder, you always get someone in there to run the company for you. And you and that's what that's it's what a good. It's a good error. It's a definitely good error. I'm not insulted, but the vice versa. I'll be happy to be a CEO one day. And uh, you know, if you said Ron is the intern or whatever, you know, then we could talk about. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> so I'm good. so in our first segment we talked about how the origin of the actual concept of dog tv came about it was a pet you had and, and and you felt a little guilty for the hours left and and like everyone you've created avenues of of trying to um use technology to to help make the, mm -hmm. the atmosphere good for charlie and it led to the concept mm -hmm. of let's do this for dogs and and we talked about how you approach some networks and so forth so so now you you've you've, you've got this concept you've got this idea and clearly given the fact that, you know, I, I'm sure that deep down in the back of your mind, you go, people are going to think this is nuts, but I need, I need to, I need to get this word out. So you, you started doing some research. So why, why don't you tell the listening audience about how that research came about and, and what did you do specifically for that? 
Yeah, uh, I think the first thing that I knew and we knew is that we don't really know anything about about pets. I mean, me and the Jasmine group, my partners, we all came from the TV world, creating TV for so many years for people. Uh, but creating TV for dogs is something totally different. And we didn't really know how to do that that much. So I think the first thing that we had to do is find the right people. And we started to look for, for really the right people everywhere in the world that could ha help us join the board and bring the whole pet sense and wisdom uh, to the table. So our, our biggest name that we found was Professor Nicholas Dodman. He's probably the world's, world's most famous behaviorist uh, uh, for dogs from Tufts University, Massachusetts. So when he joined, and he's still our, our chief scientist today, and we, it was easier for us to approach other names, and we were lucky to found you know great names and join the board, like like our chief trainer Victoria Stillwell from Animal Planet's uh, "It's Me or the Dog," and others uh, who joined us. And when they joined the company, it was okay. Let's let's see what what do we need to do in order to make pets feel better? What do they need? And then Dodman started talking about home enrichment and how important it is to leave whatever classical music on for your pet and stuff like that. So we started working with seven musicians and writing the score for dogs. It's not just classical music. It's it's very, it's specifically designed for dogs. It's called psychoacoustic music. It's music that is so mellow and relaxed that puts, we learn later, 72% of dogs fall asleep, get really relaxed from this music. So we started working on that. And then we started to film the pilot and we wanted to see you know what works and what doesn't work so we filmed a lot of programs i think uh, maybe a couple of hours and we did that with the supervision of victoria and nick and then we wanted to see if it really works so we did a test we went to 38 uh, apartments in uh, new york and in la and we installed security cameras um, and monitored dogs home alone for six hours each um, and not just with our channel, but also with other channels, because we wanted to see if we work more than Animal Planet, CNN, and others. So ah, yes. it was very, very interesting, because we know that people already live on Animal Planet or regular TV, so why use dog TV? So we wanted to do a research. So we did a huge study with um, Tufts University in Massachusetts. And um, the results were amazing because we learned a lot from it. First of all, we learned that some content that we did, dogs weren't crazy about it. So like, for example, at the beginning we had a lot of barking sounds on dog TV, you know, it's a dog channel. We thought, let's do a lot of barking sounds, but some dogs weren't too happy with it. They got irritated and they ran away and they, so we thought, all right, let's take that out. There's no barking sounds. And until today, there's hardly any barking sounds on dog TV because a lot of dogs are not enjoying it. Second, scary stuff, scary noises, cats, fireworks, stuff like that. We took out and then we, we stayed with a good amount of content that dogs reacted to really well and we learned from that study a lot we learned that dogs react to dog tv more than other channels because of the colors because of the right content etc and we learned that the relaxation phase relaxed i think it was 72 percent of the dogs but i'm not sure around that figure relaxed many many dogs we had a little activity chip activity monitor on the collar and we found that they were really relaxed so that was good for us and from there we just grew and grew and learned more and tested more and we're still today we're, we're in the middle now of creating our biggest round of production ever and we're learning from each day and from each dog 
all the time. I can't say you, we know everything about dogs and about how they see about that. That's pretentious. I think what I can say is that we're learning one day after another what dogs need and what's the best for them. So I think we're improving. And, and it's interesting, everything you said, because I did do your, um, there's a YouTube sample of the relaxation video. Um, and in it, I was, I was surprised to hear a little baby giggle, a human baby giggle in it. And, and the music, as you described, it was, I remember when I was in vet school, um, one of my roommates had this CD and it had this, it was supposed to help you mem um, remember things better. And the music on it was very similar to, the, it, it, it's like a programmable, you know, I heard a lot of synth in there and everything like that. It was, it's very relaxing. And then the other thing I noticed was uh, it was panning through a uh, tropical type environment and the bright colors and everything like that. And the, the other thing that, that, that kind of surprised Do me you was, remember? Oh, do you remember ahead. the name of the CD? Do you remember the name of the CD? No, it was, it was French. It was French. I guess I guess it didn't help. Did it? Did it? <laughs> yeah. and, I think you need to and, listen to that a little bit more, Michael. <laughs> Give it another listen. That's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, I, I don't know how I did in the class either. Because <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> no, that's awesome. And the other thing I remember the video was um, was that there, there was there was dogs. You you would you would pan across a dog in different forms of re like they're just chilling on the beach or whatever like that. And then I heard little panting noises and everything like that. So. So you have to individually monitor these systems, right, and these sounds and everything like that. That's that's a lot of work. Yeah, the, the, yes, it's a lot of work, and it's it's also based on, on studies. Uh, you know, the baby crying that you mentioned. There's two different studies talking about that. One is that you know, expose dogs to sounds of kids and children and babies or whatever, it comforts them. It makes them feel better. So we're doing a lot of that and positive. Um, affirmations good dog good dog stuff like that so we have a lot of that but the second study is even more interesting it's it's about our third category we have three content categories in stimulation relaxation and exposure and exposure is all about exposing dogs to certain sounds and visuals that they're normally afraid of and over time they're going to overcome these fears if it's babies or if it's elevators if it's fireworks thunderstorms cars construction works whatever so it's a, a very interesting study from Belfast University in Ireland. They took two groups of puppies. One group they exposed to all these scary stuff, sounds, visuals, but very low level. And the second group they didn't. And the group that were exposed over time grew up to be very mature, very confident dogs and less scared. They, you know, if an ambulance passing by or a doorbell, they're chill, they're cool, they're good dogs. So. We're kind of picking up on that notion and doing a lot of exposing sounds on the channel. And I think from the response that we're getting is that it really helps um, many dogs, you know. And there, there's also for sale, like, CDs of thunderstorms that you can play for your dog and whatever, you know, fireworks or whatever. But I think uh, on Dog TV, it's one of the most important kind of educational aspects that we have for the channel. Yeah, it, and that that's a huge thing because, I, you know, Right now, I don't know if you heard, uh, Pfizer is now, in the animal world, Pfizer is called Zoetis now, and they just brought out a new Medication um, right for thunderstorm. Really, it's it's sedation, so to speak, right? It's 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 not you know. And and from our perspective, from the veterinary world, when we talk about um, thunderstorm phobia, fireworks phobia, our goal is the initial goal is exactly what we said: desensitize the pet. Right. And if that is impossible, then we start using calming supplements or, in this case, medication that will actually um, think. So I, I think that 
that the approach towards having a TV, I was just thinking the TV is a, is a very permanent um, structure in a family's life. The whole family centers around there. It's always there right. to have that integrated in there is phenomenal. I think that that's great. You've just inspired me to talk to my clients about dog TV every time. <laughs> well, thank you. You can, uh, we can talk a little bit of a business model around your uh, talking to your clients. There's always something, man. <laughs> no, that's great. That's great. Well, we have to take a little break right now and then we'll come back with our interesting discussion with uh, Ron Levy. He's the founder and chief content officer of dog TV. You're listening to your pet matters on 107. 1077 thebronkcom Time spent with our pets is never wasted, but that's why it's important to take the time to care for their health. And right here is the best place to do it with Your Pet Matters. So let's bring it to their lifelong wellness partner, Dr. T of Progressive Veterinary Care. And let's keep their tails wagging with Your Pet Matters. Welcome back. And if you're just joining me, my special guest today is Ron Levy. He's the founder and chief content officer of Dog TV. And if you haven't, I seriously doubt if anyone out there in the listening world hasn't heard of Dog TV. Um, you know, you said you started the company literally seven years ago. You did about three years of research and you've really been out in the mainstream market probably three or four years. I heard of you probably two years ago. Um, I, ironically, one of the students at the radio station I'm, I'm at said, Hey, hey, Dr. T, you ever hear of this dog TV? <laughs> I, said, I, said, goes, I think it's like TV, but for like dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's but it, it was really, it was really cool because I, I started looking at it and I go, this is, this is interesting. And, and what's great about uh, success stories like yourself is you see where you, you begin and then you see where you bloom. And, and I remember watching a YouTube video of you and you said, we just, we just, um, got a deal with direct TV and it's taking off very well in the States. And then you see all these different countries involved. So why don't we talk about it, it's, it's, or what country did you start? Did you start in the States or did you start in Israel? Where, where did you start this? We actually started here. That was the whole idea, yep. like because the pet industry is so big here, so we need to somehow do it here, uh, which is challenging to get on, picked up by you know cable networks or whatever. It's a very tough business. It's not the pet world. It's a TV world. It's scary. Um, but yeah, we managed to to start small here. We looked for a, just a test market to test this thing to see if people and dogs enjoy it, and we focused on San Diego, California. For us, that was the best place to launch um, as a test market because it's so pet friendly and it's very TV connected. Everybody's connected to TVs oh, and okay. and we filmed all the content there um, because of that. So it was this was our playground and that playground did really well for, for a year. We were on Time Warner Cable and Cox Communications and the numbers of viewers were just amazing that that was 2012, so it helped us get the Direct TV deal in 2013 and launched nationwide uh, to 22 million uh, households that they have. Um, yeah, and the U.S. and also you know, and growing from there. I mean, we we signed a deal with Discovery Communications. They are now our our major our investor and strategic partner, not just investor. We're doing a lot of things with them on Animal Planet, etc. We launched the Dog TV Hour on Animal Planet in 105 countries around the world. That's going really well. Um, last week we launched an RCN. It's another cable, great cable provider in your area, I think, yep, in the yep, East Coast. Yep. And uh, it's still now on, on free previews if anybody wants to check it out uh, for the next couple of weeks. 
um, and growing. After that, we launch in other countries, uh, in Korea, in Portugal, Germany, France, Japan, China, uh, Luxembourg, Cayman Islands, Israel as well. Um, I think we're available now in 14 or 15 countries around the world, and um, and it's growing. I mean, it's there's so many dogs out there, and this problem that we're trying to solve is so common in so many areas. It's not the U.S. at all. It's everywhere. And we're just lucky enough to be the only one and the first one and, you know, to be picked up by all these countries. I think it's it's a privilege. I, I have to ask you, is there are, are there stories about different areas embracing this in a different like, do you have like hardcore fans? And like when you say, for example, say you launched in, in Asia somewhere and they just went nuts for it. Do you, do you see do you see trending like that? Are you able to tabulate stuff like that? Yes, Michael, it's a great question because everybody loves dogs but treat them in, in different ways. Like Japan, I was in Japan in Tokyo and they have dogs in like trolleys walking down the streets and they have all these trends like gyms for dogs, very popular <laughs> Cafes, there. Cafes, right? And restaurants yeah. for dogs that you can go with your dog. and. But if you look carefully, if you look hard enough, you can find it in West Hollywood in LA as well. So I guess the craziness for dogs is, it's everywhere. In some places it's a bit maybe more more extreme. We we launched last week in, in the Netherlands for the first time. Um, and they, I mean, there's always like a launch party and a launch campaign and stuff like that. So their launch campaign was to find the first dog weather dog. He's gonna be on the news and be the weatherman, but he's a dog. And so, so I got all these amazing videos yesterday on dogs and green, blue screen, whatever, doing the weather. And so I guess that's kind of a crazy thing to do. I don't know, but it, it's so fun to watch. I'm, I'm gonna post some stuff on our YouTube soon. So if and check it out. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so funny. And, and the awesome. other burning question I've had is, through all your experiences with this, has it changed how you and, and everyone involved in the company actually deal with your own pets? Like, did you some of the learning experiences you've had, has it changed your approach towards pets in general? Um, it's a good question. I think yes, in the sense that it kind of changes everywhere. Dogs are now a part of the family, a true part of the family. It's like our kids. So that's the way we and everybody else uh, uh, around us treat their, we don't have to be the crazy dog people who take their dogs to, I don't know, yoga, doga, it's yoga for dogs or whatever. It's a thing as well. It doesn't have to go there. It could be just treat your dog like a part, big part of the family, give him what he needs, provide him with the right home enrichment with the channel, but with other things as well. Take him to work if you can. I mean, dog TV is not a substitute to not taking your dog to the park or to work or to whatever you need, dog, dog, dog walking. It's all good. So it's a big it's a big deal now. The whole the whole home kind of home thing with dogs, the whole treat them as a part of the family. It's a thing. You go to apartments here in, in, in San Francisco where we are at and you see on the refrigerator pictures of the dogs, not the kids at all, the dog. <laughs> it's it's all that. San Francisco is one of the most dog friendliest cities in the US. So it's easy to kind of cannot see where it's going and and it's going it's great i think it's great and you ever been in a situation where you walk into an establishment or business and you actually see dog tv on how do you ever get stories like that how do you feel about stuff if, if you're there and because because you you know you're 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 not famous your face isn't famous right you're you're right right so how, how does it feel to to do that do you, do you 
Yeah, it's flattering, dude. I mean, <laughs> I I I saw that a couple, a few times, uh, mainly like in stores, pet stores. Like two weeks ago, we went to film uh, in a dog hotel for new content for Dog TV. It's called Pooch Hotel. It's like Petco's chain of hotels. So there was one here in Sunnyvale, California. So we went to film there and I was shocked. All the suites for dogs where they sleep, they have dog TV, all the lobby had dog TV. I had no idea. I really literally had no idea. So it was the best thing ever because then we managed to kind of film that as well, put that in the content, the content relaxation scene with a dog watching dog TV. <laughs> you know, that's something that we haven't done before. So that was great. Um, and we're trying to get into into more businesses. We found that the positive effect on dogs is is so great and it relaxes a lot of dogs. So why just settle for homes? Why not go to other places? So we installed Dog TV in a couple of shelters um, where dogs are normally overstimulated, uh, in in dog hospitals and a couple of vet clinics. Uh, and now I found that also dog hotels. So I think that's part of where we're going is having this accessible in so many places. No, that, and, and that's great. And because in, in my perspective, the no, no pet, very few pets are actually really happy to go to the vet. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> that's that's right. to do something to them, you know? And then right. they're less happy after I spay and neuter them. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, yeah. So having I, that sort of environment there, I think, is, is phenomenal. Yeah. You hinted. You hinted a little bit. We just got a couple minutes here before the the segment yeah. ends. But you hinted towards um, the the link with technologies. What about cat TV? What about gerbil? TV? Anything like that? Do you have stuff down the pipeline for that? Ah, uh, you have other ideas? Go the turtle TV. <laughs> what's uh, what's up next? Um, yeah, I think there's no not a day going by that I don't get the question about cat TV. There's so many cat lovers that would die for ha to have a channel like this, I think. Um, it's very challenging. I think, first of all, as I said in the beginning, cats are not dogs. It's very different to create a channel for them. Also, they see differently, different colors. It's different content. If you show a dog to a cat, he might get really scared. So it can be the same channel. Uh, creating a channel just for them... I don't know if it's going to happen soon, but it's definitely a thought that we're having to expand and go to do cat TV. Uh, we're just so busy on doing dog TV. To be honest, it's a 24, well, 22 hour day for us it's wow. to work so hard in order to launch this in so many countries around the world, create the content, marketing, etc. We're just so busy with this and having a great time with the dogs that it's, I think it's going to take us a little while before we go to cats, but you never know. I owe it to Charlie. Yeah, yeah, no, I was thinking because that was the origin and stuff. It's 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 come right. full circle, so to speak, right? Right, exactly. Okay, we'll take a little break and we'll continue our wonderful discussion with Ron Levy. You're listening to Your Pet Matters on 1077, 1077 of Time spent with our pets is never wasted, but that's why it's important to take the time to care for their health. And right here's the best place to do it with Your Pet Matters. So let's bring it to their lifelong wellness partner, Dr. T of Progressive Veterinary Care. And let's keep their tails wagging with Your Pet Matters. Okay, welcome back. Um, if you're just tuning in, 
We've been having a wonderful discussion about Dog TV because we're talking to the founder and chief content officer for Dog TV himself, Mr. Ron Levy. And uh, we talked about how seven to 10 years ago, or 10 years ago, the idea popped up in his head, dedicated to his cat, Charlie. Um, he, it led to a process and innovation and, and um, entrepreneurial spirit and, and business uh, links that led to the production of Dog TV, which is in many countries, I don't know how many million subscribers you have, but it's, it's got to be in the millions and so forth. Yeah. And, I, and I'm sure every listener out there has at least heard of it, if not seen it in, in, a, in a store, uh, at your friend's house, whatever. Um, and what I love about this is it is a station designed for dogs. And not only is it entertaining, there is a great medical quality to this. Um, there's a relaxation mode. There's a, mo there's a mode to desensitize your pets against, um, you know, if they have noise phobias, et cetera. So I think that they're, that this is this is perfect for um, you know what your pets need. It's like a specific tool on TV. You, you always hear these sayings that there's a zillion channels but nothing to watch. But in this case, there's a great channel for your pets. Your pets have one channel, and it's a great channel. <laughs> it's like I, yeah. I love I love Japan because Japan's like and Japan has what two stations or whatever. I have this NHK. I always watch the NHK, and it's like everything. What I love about it is it's because the content is so you're limited to stations that the content is now it's real like it's really up to date and and the shows are, are they, they really have to tailor the shows to benefit their their viewing and listening audience and i, th I think that's great i think that's what i think dog tv represents that so so we, we talked a little bit about how you're linking up with what's the name of the company again you're linking up with that tech that tech uh, device that feeds uh, it's and called pet chats Pet and chats is C H A T Z. Okay, yep. I think it's petchats.com, and we just announced this actually today. Last night was it? Yeah, two days ago I think. Uh, this partnership because it just makes so much sense. If you're already leaving your dog home, treat him well, give him the, the treat, and monitor him, Skype with him, give him sense, and give them the right content to to enjoy also. So it's it makes a lot of sense to us. No, and that and that's great. And I think that's the way the interactivity between you and your pet, even though you're you're at a distance away, I think is huge. Um, the other thing that's going through my mind is is I've had um, I don't know if you heard of it. It started off as my dog's voice, but now it's just voice, V-O-Y-C-E. It's a yes, caller. Yes, I met with them. Right. Oh, okay. I, I met with them in, uh, in Vegas in Super Zoo. It's a very interesting company. I mean, there's so many amazing inventions right now in the pet world. You need to go to one of those conferences. I don't know if you normally go, but it's just so amazing to see what's what's going on so many developments and the smart gps like like whistle or like voice and and all those people and there's now the ability to actually communicate with your dog when he's at home and you're not which is which is great and then the dog walking industry is booming so there's apps for that and I think it's amazing. I think it's it's really it's doing a lot of good to the to the whole dog world and to people with their dogs. Now it's easier for them. Yeah, and and all these all these uh, scientific research coming out that the dogs really through MRI. I had um, uh, Dr. Greg Burns on. He's one of the first guys to actually train dogs to go into MRIs without sedation, right. and he ah. be able to scan their brains and stuff. And I think through that research, and there's some research going on in Europe as well. They're able to really see that dogs truly understand what we say. That oh, the yeah. Words, the words that we say, it's not just like um, they say that Gary Larson cartoon with blah, 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 sit or whatever. It's not that. The blahs are actually words that they understand. 
Right. I think the average dog understands around 200 words, and then the smarter dogs, like the Border Collies or whatever, understand around 250 words. But you can find definitely Border Collies who can, who can understand even 3,000 words. Like there's one in, in Germany who's super smart, and he really knows. He goes to Shakespeare. <laughs> he, he like goes to lectures. He's a very smart dog. So we know already that dogs are very kind of sophisticated animals. They have a brain of a two and, or two and a half year old kid, but they do understand. They understand the words or they understand the music behind your words. If you talk in a certain way, they understand the energy. So yeah, it's 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 a great animal. <laughs> and it's interesting they said two and a half because I used to joke that through, through my work, I, I used to tell the human parents, I said, you know, because of this, I can deal with two year olds, two year old humans very well, very yeah, well. I wouldn't, I wouldn't leave your two year old kid in front of dog tv all day alone at home not sure it's a great idea but with your dog you can do that <laughs> that's great well why, why don't we talk about the future we, we hinted towards that you know you want to you, you feel you owe it to charlie to, to cr try to create a, a cat tv there's a lot more research involved because of the the differences between uh cats and 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 dogs and it's funny because in vet school we were told that um Cats are horses and dogs are pigs or cows. So theoretically, cows and pigs could watch dog TV. <laughs> theoretically, once you make the in what, <laughs> in what sense did they, did they say that? Just Why are dogs? The medical issues that occur, like so. So, for example, the, the most common thing is if a dog gets stressed, they might have stress diarrhea. You know, type things like that. Okay. If a cat gets stressed, it affects their bladder. And that's what leads to bladder stones. That's what leads to urinary tract infections and so forth. So those are completely different um, mm -hmm. metabolic processes be due to stress. And so in, in that respect, from a medical standpoint, when, when the illnesses we went over for horses were very similar for, for cats and the illnesses we went over for pigs and cows are very similar for dogs. And so, wow. so the approach towards treatment, your mindset is that. So that's all something. right. So, so that's it's good to know and to learn that we have another. Uh, we have a lot of pigs and cows watching the channel now. It's it's awesome. It's great. Maybe we should film the film Babe, put it on the channel or whatever. I'll, I'll think of something. You got the entire farm market out there. <laughs> it's a new potential market that we can tap into. Thank you so much, Michael. This is very helpful. <laughs> Anytime, any way I can help. Yeah. But but where where do you see the future going with this? You know, what, what is your dream five years from now? What do you hope to see? Well, I'm. Uh, it's hard to say. I, I, I'd like every dog on the planet to to enjoy this channel. I think they need to. I think if if a dog is home alone, I'm not talking about the street dogs or whatever in Mexico or I don't know. Dogs who are home alone, this is a great tool for them. So I'd love to see more houses, more countries joining this revolution and leaving the channel on for, for their dogs because I think it's a very beneficial tool for them. Uh, so that's kind of where we're heading and my kind of dream. But we're also working a lot on the digital sphere because it's a, it's a very new world now where, like, we when we started, I'm just thinking of an example. When we started smart TVs or LCDs and plasmas weren't that popular. And it was it was a very disadvantage because the older screens, dogs saw the picture flickering. You know, the, the frequency that these screens air at is, is much lower. So dogs will see the individual frames. So that wasn't great. But then we had a miracle with the LCDs and plasmas becoming the, the only TV that everybody has at home. And on these TVs, the dog can see actually just like you and me, a smooth picture and all that. So I'm just giving this as an example to the whole 
technology revolution that is happening that we're kind of walking walking with and I think now the gadget the gadgets that you mentioned the the cameras to monitor your dog and interact with your dogs um, that's definitely a sphere that we're we're talking about and working on now um, to make it a bit more kind of interactive TV in a way it's uh, it's a challenge but we are working on it hard um, and also the whole digital thing we're trying to make dog TV available on any device anywhere in the world I mean people write to us from I don't know Argentina and we don't have dog TV in Argentina so we decided to launch dog TV a service called dog TV anywhere that you can get it pretty much anywhere on any phone and any device if it's Apple TV if it's Amazon if it's Roku if it's smart TVs it's pretty much there everywhere to to access so now we have new subscribers from around the world that from places that we didn't even we have a subscribe one subscriber from Iran which is great uh, so yeah if you're listening now hi anyway um, yeah so it's great it's great it's, it's being of it's been good to us the whole digital thing no that, and that, that's great so so it's it's dog TV anywhere.com is that how no, you just go to dogtv.com and you just click on the button. You can subscribe to the online service if you're from your area, from the Jersey area, whatever. And if you don't have uh, currently DirecTV or RCN where you can watch it here in the U.S., you can check it out on any device. Uh, and we'll be happy to give your uh, audiences a, a, a free month to give it a try. Wow. Um, so just go to dogtv.com and you know click watch online. And then just enter uh, the code Pet Matters, which we open for your show, and that's pretty much it. You have a free month of Doc TV. Give it a try. Let us know how it works. If you're happy with it, if you're not happy, we always love hearing from people because we are trying to improve all the time. So be in touch. No, that's gr that's great. Well, you know, I'm I'm sad to say that the the time is up for the show. It's been <laughs> it's been very entertaining. You're a funny guy, right? It's been very entertaining. It's it's really um, cool to know how the origins of the show started. How you yourself were were doing what I'm doing and and and, and morphed into you know it's such a small world. Um, but yes. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm really happy with your success. And I and thank you, you know thank you so much. I appreciate it a lot. I really appreciate it. And I, I see how the the passion that you have for pets and for this show. And I think it's going great for you. So yeah, thanks so much. And so I, I wish you the best of luck. And definitely we'll we'll keep in touch. I, I'll tell you what. Every time I think of a little business thing, I'll, I'll shoot you an email. I'll go, hey man, I'm here. I'm at a farm. <laughs> <laughs> and I got my cell phone out. I'm showing the pig right. something. <laughs> pig TV coming out soon. Pig TV with Michael. Yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> okay, thanks. thanks so much, Rod. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you, everybody. That's all for this week's visit with your pet's lifelong wellness partner, Dr. T at Progressive Veterinary Care. Progressive Veterinary Care, making waves in pet health care. To access more information online, go to ProgressiveVeterinaryCare.com. And be sure to stay tuned to 1077 The Bronx every Saturday at 10 a.m. to keep up with your pet's health with Your Pet Matters, only on 1077 The Bronx.